All right. Uh, here's the question. M. Soli asks, you have talked extensively about how style or fashion has, your style or fashion probably what it means to say, has come from uh, hip-hop, the hip-hop community, skateboarding community, basketball community. Your style coming from now, the same places, somewhere new. Does it matter based on your age? Um, I think the answer to the last question is yes, but go on. Yeah, I think age matters somewhat. Uh, I do think the coolest thing about where we're at currently in fashion or like style, I think there's a definition between fashion and style. Fashionable, I would say I have some style because to me, uh, the difference is like fashion is like Louis Vuitton, fashion is name brand, mm-hmm. fashion is this, where style you could go to Goodwill and still come out looking decent. Right. right. Style's like how you put it together. Style's like what you create. They create that you purchase. So anyone can have style. Um, but fashion is like its entity. It's mm-hmm. it's over there. Um and to me, yeah, all of it's obviously generational, right? What's what's popular now is what was popular twenty years ago because the creators now are the people influenced back right? then. Yeah. So everyone's, you know, 30 to 40 right now running the fashion game yeah they're creating things that they grew up wearing uh and that's how i create and, and kind of like that yeah basketball i grew up playing basketball in the basketball culture and niche sneakers are a thing hip-hop is a thing influence uh hip-hop and stuff started to bleed into skateboarding skateboarding fashion started to bleed into hip-hop uh, then you find, you know, some guys that just flip the entire game on its head. Guys like Virgil Abloh, uh, Kanye West. And they took that world and just made babies with Louis Vuitton in this high fashion world. Mm-hmm. About now, because of them, um, and probably because of the internet, but uh, everything's in fashion. <laughs> yeah. You know, there, there's no, the, the lines are very, very broad now where... Yeah, every day if you're wearing like skinny jeans, you not, might not be exactly in the in the vibe, but there's uh, tight baggy clothes are in fashion, short shorts are in fashion, extra baggy shorts are in fashion. Um, it's it's multi-layered now, which which I think is cool because then you can find your niche within it. There's a preppy niche, Abercrombie made a comeback. Like, yeah. There's, there's kind of niches everywhere that you can dress uh, and express yourself and not stand out as much in it, a negative way. It, here's was your age rock and roll was less than 40 years old hip-hop is 50 yeah right now like that's crazy yeah who do they actually say invented rock elvis no um not johnny because he's still like folk country he, he yeah this is let's what does, what does the internet say i would say uh, yeah in my head the internet would say elvis and then obviously you talk to some music head and they're gonna have their own in-depth opinion but this is just the broad opinion chuck berry oh all right i'll take it if, then there's there's definitely a, a cross tab there a relationship yeah. between chuck berry and what elvis did because yeah. El- elvis took r&b yeah. music and and movement and, yeah and movement and made it a white people thing. yeah and even style he kind of had like yeah. a motown style about yeah him. yeah i didn't i mean we i think we've talked about this on here before like he like root up and yeah. I mean he was he, he seems like a weird dude yeah he was uh, um, he was very much about how he presented himself all the time yeah. which is that takes you back to style and it has to level up entertainment you know I'm, yeah. I'm not an Elvis fan I watched the movie which I did enjoy but I've never liked his music that much I know how I 
never called to me at all. And different things from that era-ish have. I like Ray Charles and, mm-hmm. and some other things, but Elvis music for some reason never hit me. Um, but yeah, like he created culture and art to be superstardom, right? right. Without him, there's no Michael Jackson. Without no. him, there's no, no, right, any of this. Taylor Swift, whatever. Yeah, yeah. He he set the plot. Drake. He set the platform that um, kind of like a man diva. I don't know what the term would be. Right. Yeah. Like he was like the first man diva to to put these people on 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 a pedestal in a sense, negative or positive. Um, yeah. And and back then, yeah, you go wear a baggy shirt, way out of place. Right. But now, if you're going out to a bar, if you're going to like a nice little fucking whiskey bar or something, and you kind of dress like Elvis, you're probably not going to be out of place. Because you can kind of wear anything now. You can kind of wear anything. Yeah, yeah which is, is cool. Eclectic has been a thing for a while now. Yeah, that's yeah. why vintage clothes are are, are cool because yeah. like things are plus the rarity of them, right? You know, right. there's a certain tees that, uh, you know, that I have some of these Star Wars tees from the '90s that you, you just can't find them. You literally yeah. can't find them, and that's why they're valued high and they look cool. The graphics are a little bit more legit. Fast fashion wasn't as much of a thing until you know the 2010s, so some of the quality might be better, mm-hmm. arguably. So I think a lot of that drives what I do. You know, I grew up going, you know, we grew up lower middle class and beginning a school or beginning a basketball season, my dad would go to Foot Locker and I'm grabbing, you know, three for 10, $20 tall tees. Mm-hmm. And I just wore that everywhere. I wore it to play basketball. I wore it to school. Um, I started to make a little bit of my own money in high school. I started to work and I'd go to Zoomies and buy some of the skateboard companies or some of the streetwear. Cause streetwear really didn't become like underground or a real thing until like 06, 07, 08. And that's when I started finding the blogs and reading up on it. And I don't really know what attracted to me. I've, I've talked about some of the mission behind what we do and, and how I think is just that everyone's self-conscious in some nature. Mm-hmm. Everyone has these issues, but allowing yourself to look good and feel good with how you dress and being put together, I think can go a long way. You know, it's often you see people that are so broken, whether they're kids or young adults, chest down, don't take care of themselves. And I think there's a correlation there. I think it's, I think it's like cyclical. Um, cause I've been there too. There's been times I didn't shave, you know, when we were mm-hmm. building this gym, I just wore the same shirt and didn't shave for fucking get a haircut for a year. Mm-hmm. And I didn't feel great about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so once you start to do those, I think you can build a lot of confidence and how you carry yourself, which obviously translates to whatever successes you allow yourself to have. So that's kind of what we try to do here. You know, rather than wearing the same T-shirt that you mow your lawn with mm-hmm. to go work out in, how can you work out in a shirt that you'd actually go out in um, and feel good? All right. And I think that, like, you know, as, a, as an apparel company, like, what we're trying to do is give people, like, cool options. Yeah. It's like things that – and that, that – kind of reflect them as people. And yeah. I and I think that's really sort of the essence of style. It's like dressing in a way that represents who actually now, more than ever. And if if you do that, if you nail that, people go, Oh, that looks really good and I understand you all in yeah. you know, all 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 together. Yeah. Um that's it, the nature of it now, right? We're you know, even in the nineties growing up, I would just see my dad wear and he had nice suits, custom suits, but he would wear a suit not much you can really express yourself there, right? He's got a navy one. He's got a gray one. He's got a black one. Ties. That's all you got. Yeah, Ties yeah, yeah. and shirt color a little and bit. a little maybe. bit of the cut. Yeah. A little bit of the cut. cut the shoes, little, maybe. Yeah, shoes. Yeah, but shoes. The, but the variance isn't that much. Yeah. Uh, I used to carry um, a pen that cost like $125, 150 bucks. 
A little flare. Yeah, it was yeah, at the point that I started managing people. That's when I yeah. when I got one because my boss had one. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm just going. I'm just yeah. doing this." Yeah, yeah. The watch. It was, it was know, much more limited. That's probably why watches became a thing, right? Yeah, it's a one way to express yourself when you're wearing a suit. Yeah. Or jewelry. Some yeah. dudes wear bracelets or something. Um, but that's the kind of the beauty of the nowadays. Jobs make you to dress a certain way, but a lot of jobs are slightly more casual with how you dress. Mm-hmm. You can really express yourself. You can be comfortable, functional. Um, and then you had to tap onto what Jim said. What we're trying to do is just make some a little bit more durable and higher quality than I've seen in the game. Um, the actual inspirations themselves currently uh, come from everywhere. And anyone creative they made shit up they're lying to you uh we had a lot of talks with the, the homie Shali who owns anaka russ who owns get better and everyone's you know getting inspired by everyone i get inspired by soccer players i see dressing soccer jerseys other companies russ Shali, bart i get inspired by everyone and everything throw your twist or your flair on it or or that idea sparks maybe it sparks something brand new in your head that, yeah. that you thought have never been done but yeah we're all just all just trying to make cool shit and it doesn't have to be deeper in that either. Yeah. If it's fucking cool shit, it's cool shit. In the improv world, there's a thing called uh, A to C, where you take an inspiration, transform it, and then your version has some aspects of the original, yeah. but it's so entirely different, so new. Yeah, hopefully you that don't. Pe- that people get kind of struck by. Yeah. You know? Yeah, ain't nobody like reinventing the wheel. <clears throat> no. You know? No. I, I, w- I want to just point out that, that just media that somebody asked russ who inspired him the most and you were number one yeah inspired him the most to get to to start lifting yeah when him and i talked a lot in person uh because that's how i kind of like grew on social media i think i think i was just one step stronger than everyone yeah right because there's still world-class guys there's dan and you could be inspired by that for sure but they're so off and dan's older too yeah yeah, yeah. but you know you it's hard to be inspired by someone so far away from you. Right. I'm deadlifting 400 and he's pulling 4815. Fuck. Yeah. But I was like just one step ahead of a lot of people because I started earlier. Yeah. And I have decent genetics, but I just started earlier and everyone's. People and Russ said that. Ben Rice was that for me. I watched a lot of Ben Rice and yeah. he was just a hair stronger than me. I'm like, and he was obviously world class. I think he's even been to worlds. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to catch this motherfucker. He's right there. So I think I was kind of like that with Russ. And then we have a similar sports background. So mm-hmm. we've always related and always chatted over the years. Culture of sports, culture of sneakers. I think something we just grew up in. And as you know, that era wasn't like that. You know, the yeah. probably first time I ever stepped into a powerlifting gym super training, I was probably wearing Jordan 12s. That's what I used to bench in. You know, right. like no one else is doing that. Now it's cool. Yeah. Um, but everyone else is there wearing Caterpillar boots because they got off work. <laughs> yeah, a lot of Chuck Taylors. A yeah. whole lot of t- Yeah, that's Chuck all there Taylors. was. So. I think that's cool that powerlifting slowly getting its own niche uh, of clothing, and you know the 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 niche of powerlifting is big enough to have its own culture now. Yeah. I, I think maybe the most important um, distinction is rather than specifically shoes or what whatever. Uh, back then, back when you started with 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 ST, like no one was wearing an outfit. No, they didn't even and think about now. It. Yeah, people. Yeah, you care. People like yeah. they put together what they're going to wear, and yeah. it goes together in a way. And yeah, you know, I think it's cool. I think again, it leads back to the confidence thing. Like yeah. how, you know, like as you could probably see it, the powerlifters we used to hang out with, and where their self esteem was as a human or as a lifter. Yeah, versus people you see now, their self esteem as a human or a lifter. You know, the the the, the outfit is one piece of the puzzle for sure. Showing yeah. up every day, working every day, working hard every day, and doing it for years builds your confidence as well 
it's a, it's a new generation, which is cool. It's obviously a younger sport too, which yeah. plays a role, right? When you're younger, you, you tend to care more about how you look and perceived by the world. Um, but all that is, I think, grown. You know, there's, uh, I forgot his name, but there's an Instagram guy. He's got to be like 70. And I think it's his son's page, technically. Dresses him up in, uh, I think, affordable looks based on what celebrities do. Wow. And it's fucking super cool. Uh, you know, you'll see like whoever it is, Bruno Mars in a fit. And then they'll side by side with a 70 year old, like grandpa, or uh-huh. maybe it's his dad. And he'll wear like the affordable version of that. And his grandpa looks fucking rad. You know, it's like Robin Williams used to be really into. I'm not known for it mainstream wise but he would dress some would say not appropriate to his age or however you want to put those words Uh, i don't think there's an appropriate for your age besides being too young um i think if you're fucking over 18 man dress however the fuck you want and so i think a lot of that is cool and those borders are in tweaked you know a lot of people that are still like high fashion guys are not uh, are like the top of the game aren't young anymore you know i think pharrell williams is a name that comes pharrell might be 50 now yeah. You know, and he's one of the leading names and influences in all, all fashion. Yeah. You know, which is just so different. Mick Jagger's 80. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Such a different game now. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And one of the things I, I think I've talked about it before, observed in our major cities in, in, in the United States and really a lot in Europe is that kind of people of any age, particularly in Paris, I noticed this, but in, in London too, where uh, people of any age, outfit yeah. like it and i don't know what they were every day but like the days that i saw them they're like really sharp yeah just and it looked appropriate and people um developed an impression of them just based on what they were wearing how I they think, carry themselves i think that and then you know fucking keeping carry your 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 skin you present yourself how you yeah. your haircut your your fitness levels your muscular levels i think that's all just becoming one cooler on the broad scheme yeah but i think it's cooler on the broad scheme because the deeper meaning is real you yeah. know and, and i don't always agree with that stuff there's a quote going on instagram motivational shit like some guy doesn't hire everyone in his company has to have a six that's obviously extreme but i understand his rudiment point is that if they take care of themselves, they're more likely to, to, to withhold other standards that they set for themselves, right? Yeah. If you set a goal of X, Y, Z, going to the gym three days a week, you go to the gym three days a week. That's a win internally. That's how you actually build confidence. Mm. So if you can do that, you can also hit oh shoot, you can hit the deadline for the data sheet. Doesn't always translate. There's tons of idiots and undisciplined people with six packs. But the rudiment idea, I think, is is probably an overall win. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, new episodes every Wednesday and Friday. Thank you so much. 3SB.co. Um, good company. Apparel.com. Good.com if you want to tap in and talk to us and get uh, all the sneak peeks and early access to all the drops. If you missed out on any sizes or items, that's probably why. So good company Discord. And uh, I'm Silent Mike. Where you want to find me? I am Matthew J. McDee on all the social media. The show is 50% facts where percent is a word and 50 is just numbers. Freaker Prime Podcast in association with iArt Media on the Obscure Celebrity Network. And we'll talk to you next time.